Another episode of This Korean Life, number 111, with Zach Hestand. Uh, this is your third one. This third time's a charm. And last time uh, you were in, Nate was just asking, last time you were in, I believe it was pre-graduation. That's correct. Yeah. You've mm-hmm. now, uh, since you've been in last time, you graduated. And part of your uh, Point Park graduation, by the way, I mm-hmm. think my Hollow Point Park joke was very uh, under appreciated but <laughs> it'll the, age like a fine wine <laughs> yes someone will look back in years and appreciate that uh anyways the uh i think part of your graduation requirements were to write your own screenplay mm-hmm. and present it correct that's right everyone <laughs> had to present a uh, a thesis uh at during our final residency yeah which is during the summer semester yeah so um for your thesis you can either write a full-length screenplay a stage play or any other dramatic medium like a television pilot or you know whatever okay. so i i pick screenplay for okay, mine okay what was the uh, minimum requirements for that yours is 90 pages? mine's 98 pages jesus yeah. so for well it's different depending on what you do for a screenplay the recommendation is between 90 to 110 pages that's for a standard movie that's a standard movie really every mm-hmm. Well, the standard length is 90 to 110, but some movies go over, obviously, that requirement. Interesting. And some go under. But they, but instructors and professional writers always say, try to keep it within that range because it's more marketable that way. Okay. Because if it's way over, nobody wants to read it. It better be mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. And if it's too short, it seems like you're not prepared or you're struggling to make it to a full-length feature. Interesting. So this uh, – I, I don't watch a ton of movies. Mm-hmm. But what was one of those ones back in the day that was like three hours? Over three hours, and you're like, whoa, like it's God- way Godfather? too long. Godfather, yeah. Sure. I mean, there's a few of them that it's were a just – yeah. Wow, it feels like you're in the theater for half a day. Um, Avatar. But they're, oh, yeah. Yeah, like those. It could have been Titanic. 30 minutes shorter. <laughs> now, for guys like that, like for, for Avatar, um, the reason he can get away with it is because he's James Cameron. He's from established. Niagara, from Niagara Falls. Well, he always is that where he's from? Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, guys who are established have a bit more leeway because they've already proven themselves sure. to be good storytellers. But guys starting out... 100% have to stick within that guideline. You don't want to really? come off right out of the... You don't yeah. want to be the, trying to be the, the new Joe Rogan of, of screenplays? <laughs> I, no. <laughs> because no. before it was the same, right? And TV shows, I believe, were the same. Or, or sorry, not TV shows, uh, music. Which one? Right? Freddie Mercury came out with nine minutes, and they were like, what the hell is this? Oh, Bohemian Songs Rhapsody. have to be three minutes to three and a half minutes, or people don't listen to them because they can't play on the radio. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's, this is the same kind of thing you're talking about for screenplays? Well, yeah. Not marketable? Well, yeah, especially when you're new, it's not not marketable, and that's a huge financial risk for like a big studio. We're like, because eh. mm. movies are already expensive enough to market to get butts and seats in a movie theater. Yeah. So you gotta ha- you gotta you know get in. What's I forget the expression, but you know, lean and mean is what right. your story should be. Sure. Yeah. Mean. Hmm. So what 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 does it say if you if you wanted to make something just you know efficient or or, or powerful that was 70 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
that's there, not there long enough th for the theater. We'll put this on a different kind of platform. Well, or it, I mean, they still get made. It's just that the ninety to one hundred ten is the the standard because yeah. once you sell your script to a studio. It now belongs to the studio. They can add or subtract as much as they want. And this is your first time at Bat too. You want to stay within the guidelines. That's right. That's right. Get, you get comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm just talking about in, in, in general. Like if you make it and it's, uh, what did you say? How many pages? Like 90, 90, to, 90 to 110. Yeah. So if, you, if you're at 80, you're like, oh, I got to add 10 more. Like, no, don't Sexy. add. You know when you're doing your high school papers? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, shit, it's going to be 20 and I got only get 17. You're Filler. like, where can I add a couple nope. words here and there? Believe it or not, it's easy to fill in the, those pages. The challenge is actually uh, you know, limiting yourself. Like, whoa, whoa, I better scale back. And, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, how, how did you choose to do the screenplay over... A stage play or, or some of these other things? It, this was just, uh, I because one of the goals in uh, Point Park is uh, d during those two years, they want all students to build a, a writing portfolio. Mm. So at that point in my portfolio, I had um, three feature-length screenplays already. And I just feel that was the strongest work I had among my portfolio. So mm. that's what made huh. me decide that. Huh. Oh, you had written that? Previously, or and you I, you use that? For I your, did, yeah. I um, I wrote it. So the the uh, thesis presentation was in May mm. 2023. I wrote that script in the fall semester of 2022. Okay, okay, okay. And then just did a lot of rewriting, editing. Okay, that's you know. that's one of my questions here mm -hmm. for you. Like, what's uh from first draft to last draft? How different does that look? Oh, vastly different. I mean, there's like uh, page links are, are different. Um, originally, the script was like, I think, three pages longer. Okay. So I, I cut at least three pages. I even added more scenes. I, I took out scenes. I, I I added more action sequences. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Changed a lot of dialogue. Okay. And, and even the start is completely different, too. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's just like night and day the, the, from what it originally was. The premise, you mean? Like the no, no, no. The uh, like what happens in the beginning? Okay. Not, not the premise. Okay. The premise has always been the same. Okay. okay. Do you mean the actual were, content inside? Were they, were they going? Story? Were they going to a different place? Was it? No, it was always you know English teachers in Korea going to the countryside. Sure. Like that yeah. was always the premise. It was just the approach changes. Okay. okay. Like, I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, I, I made a note here. You have great insight into Korea. You perfectly encapsulate the feeling of being a young foreign teacher. Mm -hmm. um, the part even with the abandoned bus station, mm -hmm. and, they, and they look up and there's like the a faded 88 Olympics poster. Fantastic. Um, the one kid who's always trying to get laid. Yeah. He did. Yeah. At one point he takes out the, he's got that, those little sex cards that, that they put in your windows. <laughs> he takes one of those out. And I think for people who don't live here, that might be like, what's a, what's a sex? I, I can't remember what you called it, but. Oh, it's a, a, a phone sex line. A phone sex. Yeah. yeah. Cause <laughs> if you don't live here at the, you'll, you'll park your car somewhere downtown and then you'll come back out, go home and, or you're on your way home and you'll see like those little business cards little business cards and you can not call even them. like when I air quotes baseball cards baseball cards yeah <laughs> when I was, when I was in like man they, they were throwing them out on the way to school like that was the problem here with you mm -hmm. know residential and, and everything being all uh, in the same neighborhoods mm -hmm. like where it's not separated all your different uh, areas you walk to school and the kids are seeing these 
these <laughs> sexy girl mm-hmm. topless cards on the way to school. That's not okay, man. It's not for, okay. For what about kids. what about their phones? Well, <laughs> this was, be, but this was before. I mean, ten years ago. Oh, sure, sure, It sure, wasn't sure. about and grade one kids aren't looking at porn on their phones. I mean, yeah, smartphones weren't as prevalent in that sure, time. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Good, good, good. Uh, do you want to walk us through your creative process at all? Which your I, I, I think we might have touched on this last time, but for one more time for the new audience, what? Uh, how do you write? What do you do? You sit down. You're you're a morning writer. You're an evening, afternoon, well, during dinner. Uh, well, it, it depends. I'm usually like during uh, Point Park. I was an after dinner writer because I just work during the day. Okay. So so nighttime, like seven p.m. to like ten p.m. would be work time. Okay. For that. So, but but these days it can be whenever. It can be the afternoon. It can be the morning. I don't have a set time of okay, day. Okay. I just, my, my thing is I, I have a set amount of time. It's usually about three hours is like the maximum <laughs> that I would spend on something in one do day. You, do you uh, quarantine yourself in a room and, and like, I'm not leaving for three hours. You bring a piss bottle and whatnot. Well, not that extreme. <laughs> that's right. I mean, I do close myself off in uh, in a little office I have at home, okay, okay. you know, and I uh, put some uh, headphones on and okay. I always listen to music okay. when I write also. Cool. I can't have complete silence. What do you listen to? Uh, it depends on uh, like what I'm writing. Like for this, I, I listen to a lot of... BGs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that one I just pulled out of the air. I just think like, what's a '70s group that yeah, a young yeah, person yeah. wouldn't listen to? Yeah. All right, the Bee Gees. Yeah. Sure. And they fortunately had appropriate songs for yeah, the moment. Yeah. Uh, but for this particular script, I listened to a lot of music with, that had synth to it, like okay. John Carpenter scores, okay, okay. or I might listen to a lot of uh, heavy metal, cool, or uh, punk music, anything aggressive. It's not uh, not distracting for you. Not at all. It actually helps uh, relax my brain. Ah. It actually helps me to concentrate too. Cool. So I mean, everyone's different, but that that works for me. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when a normal person takes Ritalin, they uh, don't they go bananas. But if you're ADHD and you take it, and it, and it relaxes. It, it makes you. it makes you a zombie. Actually. Sure. <laughs> when you what what would be an efficient session? How how much could you write in a in a good session? Uh, well, if ignoring the whole like pre-writing process, if, if I was at like chapter one or fade in, yeah. a good day could be anywhere from like five to seven pages in, okay. in just one, one sitting. Wow. And, and how long to get your 90 to 110? I mean, not, okay, seven pages time now, but... In general, if you were going to try and write 90 to 100 pages, one what does that look like? Months? It, semester. It looks like uh, one semester. One semester. Or think of it like uh, an entire season. Like it might take an entire winter or an, or an entire right. spring. Interesting. For just what, first draft. Hmm. Where do you do you have all your major plot points uh, before you start writing or are you figuring that out? Are, I, you, are you making the situations and like, okay, how my character is going to get out of it? I, I am a, I'm a big pre-writer. So okay. um, regardless of the medium, if I'm writing, let's say a stage play, a short story, I always prep before I even begin writing okay. any type of story. Sure. Um, I think about, I make a list of goals for every character. It's like what's their emotional goal, their physical goal, mm. you know, <laughs> psychological goal. I, I write character biographies just to help flesh them out. Yeah. 
character monologues. Um, I write also for this sort of thing. I wrote something called a treatment. Mm. It's where you write down everything that's going to happen in your script in block paragraph form. Okay. So, but a treatment is much shorter than than this would be. My treatment for this was only four pages. Okay, okay. And I told everything that was going to happen in those 98 pages in four pages. Awesome. So you don't put any dialogue or anything. Just like he character goes. character goes to the kitchen, this thing happens. Okay. He goes to the supermarket and he meets this type of person. And then maybe you're referencing that before you go in for a writing session, you're looking like, okay, I'm on. Yeah, I, I always look at those, you I'll know, as I'm writing, just to mm-hmm. like remember as yeah. well, because I, I can only store so much information sure. in my mm-hmm. brain. So I always have to have those laying Seems around. Seems like there's a lot of back writing. I mean, we see the, um, we see your screenplay, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's pages and pages and probably books of, like you said, character development and whatnot that goes into that. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That, so there's like the treatment thing, the goal thing, the character monologue. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, like the, the treatment, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. there's a lot of pre-writing that goes in before, you know, I, I begin actual writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, uh, do, when you get writer's block, or how do you work through your sticky points? Uh, that's where walking uh, c- comes in handy. Um, you know, I, I could, it could either be just me pacing around in my room thinking, what's a good thing for this guy to say? Yeah. Or actually leaving my apartment, go to a park somewhere okay. and just be out in nature. So I, I find that to be the most uh, helpful tool cool. to get through writer's block. What's, what's the longest amount of time you'd be frozen for? Not that long. Usually once I get back from my walk, I can write out what what I was struggling with because something could like hit me during that walk. So you're never stuck for a few days or? No, no, no. Not it, yet. Not it, if I'm stuck for a few days, it's just simply motivating myself to sit down and, and write. Yeah. It's always like, ah, you, I want to go to the grocery store or I, I want to watch TV or yeah. something dumb to prevent me from writing. Clean that's, the house, whatnot. Clean the house, yeah. yeah. That's usually the only thing that prevents <laughs> me from sitting down to write sure. or those distractions. Sure, sure, sure. Do you, do you think, when, when I think of writing, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, for a lot of people, I think it's not exciting maybe mm-hmm. um, do you think if you if if we were all taught how to write properly mm-hmm. like for this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that you could bring people to the other side yeah because I actually I find this I mean though it's a lot of work it's also so much fun that's too. it sounds like, like you have fun unbelievable amount of fun it sounds like you have fun doing it but I think if you ask most people to write 10 pages like whoa <laughs> but if you had the knowledge you have or the process do you think that would change a lot of us? I think so, because um, not only like uh, just classwork, I've also got into the habit of uh, reading a lot of books about writing, mm-hmm. uh, reading scripts in my spare time or just novels just to be inspired or see like how other writers mm-hmm. did this. And uh, YouTube is a great source. I especially recommend the channel Film Courage. They have a lot of writers on there who give advice on uh, how to market your work or the uh, process of how to create characters or any other aspect of the writing process. Awesome. Awesome. But no, that's like that I my and my two cents that is the best channel to learn about writing is film courage because I, I think when like lots of people say hey you you should write a book you should write a book you should write a book. Mm-hmm. oh you got you should write, like Dennis how how do you just okay I'm gonna write a book well it's the same as running a marathon you gotta prep, you prep, yeah, prep. Yeah. you well, gotta I think get it's ready. a little more complex than writing a marathon but 
I, I, and I, I mean, you might not have the resources to get the right coaching or training. I guess now it's all on YouTube. But everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks a different way, writes a different way. But there's a lot of people that do just, just out of the blue, come up with books. And uh, I, I wonder, for Go, the average guy, writer. yeah, how to, how, to, how to get them <laughs> well, to that level. It, for me, like, uh, it was an MFA. I, I think this was, I consider Point Park one of the best decisions I've ever made because I am so far more diligent in writing because of this school because they gave me so many good habits of like, all right, I'm going to try to write this many days a week or try for this or, you know, whatever, make goals. It's it's the new year. So yeah. That's a year or two, new possibilities. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, What you wrote, um, your screenplay is called blood house appropriately titled. Thank you. Uh, hmm. Yeah, which elements of the horror genre did you want to include? Were there any must-have or dream scenes in your script? Well, for for me, the this was my homage to slasher movies. Okay, I think that's probably one of my favorite subgenres of horrors: okay. slasher movies, and especially the '80s slasher movies. Okay. So um, people might say, like, you know, where do you get your ideas from? Well, there's more than one place to get ideas from. Mine is more. I I, I might read something. I like and think what's something fresh I can add to it what's something different so that's where the whole setting in Korea came from like that's different I've never seen a movie like that dude it it feels like you're in Korea and it feels like a real situation that could that your director would throw you into because you you find yourself here in a a bunch of weird situations sometimes and that that's a, a very believable situation Thank you. Thank I you. like it. I like it. Um, you chose very stereotypical characters, jocks, mm-hmm. yeah. or bullies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aiden, always yeah. trying to get laid. That's right. <laughs> uh, was uh, was this so the reader, the viewer can can better focus on the story, or uh, because it's common to the horror genre? Uh, can you say that last part again? Like, did you choose? the the simplified character so the 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 person who's reading can immediately identify with them or is this maybe like you said a trend in horror genres well this is one of those things where um like all writing has some form of uh cliche present and this is just one of those cliches that everybody who's a horror fan likes you know they love seeing you know the brain dead jock, or you know the sure. the, the puny nerdy guy, <laughs> sure, sure, the, sure. the 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 sexy girl, the final girl. Yeah, yeah. These are just common tropes. Okay, I mean, okay. that would be like this type of trope in an action movie where like guy has his last day before retirement and he dies. Sure, and part okay. and it's probably just get revenge. Like <laughs> I mean, that's been around for forever, but okay. we we still love those cliches. Sure. So Absolutely. I wanted to include those specific cliches because though that's just. Uh, given a nod to that particular genre, but put him in a new situation, like put him in Korea okay. or have this guy have this type of characteristic or, you know, yeah. what have you. Hmm. Why do you get the, I mean, the guy who's drinking, mm-hmm. the, the, like the, just the, the piss bags that, that love getting, that love getting uh, drunk. Then you got a Gyopo in there too. That's right. That's our yeah. hero. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Uh, I noticed when I was reading, you have very informal descriptions mm-hmm. and notes throughout. For example, mm-hmm. like, um, well, I think at one point, Vapor hits hits uh, the Gyobo, I forget her name. Oh, uh, Yumi. Yumi, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hits Yumi's hand. And you wrote, like, in the script, it says, she she opened the door with her fucked up hand. Mm-hmm. 
and there's another one like <laughs> sorry about the spoiler but vapor punches aiden's head off holy shit <laughs> you know like is that is that common to read like if i read the not titanic script but if i read another whatever not not serious movie script would you see informal notes and stuff like that you would see that in, in a lot of scripts especially stuff from the last i want to say like 35 or 40 years okay. you would see more of that i mean old stuff from the 50s you wouldn't more much more technical okay and it's a more outdated format but it's still important to read those things just yeah. to see where scripts come from but a lot of these days you will see more like humor in the script and more like writing with flair is that is that in hopes of uh, of getting your script picked up, this is, is to that... make you stand out and show that you have a voice. Okay, okay. That's to right. convey or to, to get across your personality, like, saying you're putting your personal touch on it. Right. I, I could give you, let's say, um, five scripts. Mm. Now they're going to have certain formatting things that will be the same, like interior kitchen day. Okay. Like they'll all have that. That's int. That yeah, int. That's what interior. Is, what does that mean? Oh, like inside. your inside? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, exterior, mm. EXT, which okay. is outside. Makes sense. So all know. scripts, all movie and TV scripts will have those headings, which are called slug lines. Okay. So they all have that. It's just the the, act, <laughs> the action lines are what changes. That's when you can show your voice okay. and paint a picture with words sure. to, you know, hook the reader in. Yeah, I like it. I like mm. it. Um, the elements in your story. Like you got um, montages, foreshadowing, flashback, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of suspense building. Mm-hmm. Do you do you kind of pre-plan those? Do you have like a checklist? Like I want a foreshadowing. Um, you know, I want to include some foreshadowing. I want three montages. I need a flashback to to tell an origin story. What's the are those boxes you have to check, or though, do those emerge naturally? As those emerge naturally. Like the things like montages are aren't in any of the pre-writing notes. That okay. just comes like you know. It's a good way to convey or to get that part of the story across. Yeah, yeah, and also um, they say that a writer shouldn't. Uh, direct the script because they're not the director but occasionally you can have some minor things in there like i have like montage and a pov like point of view so that that's just my own little minimal like like directing uh uh, techniques in in that particular script yes the the part that's in in parts i love the vapor pov scenes Mm mm-hmm the fantastic I, I can i can imagine like looking through his uh looking through his mask maybe mm-hmm. you can hear the hear the breathing and whatnot i like it thank uh, you sir thank you sir would there be any other way other than flashback to tell the vapor origin story that actually was that's something that was not in the original uh draft that was something that emerged from a rewrite like it was perfect and i thought that's the only way you could possibly do that what, what did you have originally Oh, I had zero back uh, flashbacks. Just like uh, I had originally, maybe I think it was townspeople just gossiping amongst themselves, like, "Oh, that vapor guy, he lives in that shack in the woods." Blah 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 blah. Ah, that, that's all I had before. Okay. Well, that's still present in the in the story. You get the people mumbling and, and grumbling about it, and especially Agma, mm-hmm. the old uh, the old lady. Where do those ideas come from? 
Um, well, I had to, we all had to read um, scripts within our genre before we started writing. Mm-hmm. So um, there was like a, a combination of things that, that came from that. Like for slasher stuff, um, the scripts that stood up, that stood up to me were for uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. Okay. Because in that one, Jason lives in a shack in the woods. Mm. Also, more current from the early 2000s is the movie Wrong Turn. Okay. Have you seen that one? No. So, Wrong Turn's about a bunch of big city people who get into a car accident in West Virginia. Okay. And they get attacked by inbred cannibal hillbillies. Oh, maybe I have seen that. Oh, no, that's... Uh, that killed that's, me 20 years ago, I think. I don't remember who's Is that who's similar to Wolf Creek? Maybe. That, that sounds like a similar one. Maybe. Big city to- people attacked by scary country people sure, yeah, yeah yeah it's similar thing. so yeah, yeah. those two stand out of big inspirations <clears throat> and also um texas chainsaw massacre sure especially the inside the cabin with the tro- trophies okay quotes. yeah, yeah. That, that was uh, you know big inspiration sure. and um I- i'm a fan also of hybrid horror like horror comedy or horror sci-fi okay so my thought is you know what we don't have enough of and this is again adding to the whole fresh perspective horror action so that's where the whole yumi being a martial artist comes in like all right what if the final girl knew like you know muay thai what what would happen and and that's where that idea sprang from that whole what if thing and you do have elements of uh sci-fi in there with the with the Agma there, given the given the jungle. Oh, the, given... that, yeah, that's, they had the magic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's also another subgenre of horror. I like. I love things involving like witchcraft or you yeah. know, demon type stuff. Yep, 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 yep. And and a, a really cool ending too, because it's Angus, we're gonna wait for we gotta wait for number two now. Yeah, that that and that that inspiration was partially Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Okay, did, did you see that one? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. So Part Six is um, two two dorky guys go to the cemetery where Jason Voorhees is buried. And they're okay. like, I got to make sure he's dead. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Lightning strikes his grave okay and he's a frankenstein zombie super powered killer now okay and that's where that idea came from <laughs> and one one note about your final scene mm-hmm. was there any inspiration behind that because i have a your, your you mean, final you scene. mean the actual like the last no scene no sorry but, but uh i apologize not the the final scene is what you just explained but the mm-hmm. just before that when it's day i mean first of all it, it ends in daytime mm-hmm. which which i found pretty unique mm-hmm. um usually it's a it's a dark and stormy night and mm-hmm. someone's getting uh someone's getting chopped up but it, the 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 narrative comes to comes to an end in the daytime right she mm-hmm. jumps in the car or whatnot right uh where did are you paying any homa homage to rob zombie if you mean for uh, when when she gets away, yeah, Devil's Rejects. I said no, no. Actually, no. That was also Texas Chainsaw Massacre because the girl gets out of that crazy house. Yeah, she's all bloodied up and she's like, oh, I can't believe I got out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my inspiration for that ending. <laughs> I when I was reading it, I thought about Devil's Rejects and them cruising <clears throat> in the car. They're all bloodied and whatnot, but they're cruising in the car. And they're listening to another classic '70s hit. I think they're they might be listening to Freebird. Oh, uh, okay. It's, it's been a while since uh, yeah, I watched yeah. that one. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, maybe this was inspired. And you taught us the word homage years ago when you came in the first time. Um, but parts I loved the believable and likely scenarios. Uh, the villain gets stronger with every kill. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
dude he comes back he's like super super vapor and he just starts mashing people uh vapor pov scenes uh suspense and anxiety i felt like mm-hmm. I don't know how you how you do it, but when uh, I, what's the name? Who's the girl that gets killed while her friends are at the store near the end? Oh, that's uh, Miranda. Miranda. She's mm-hmm. getting uh, she's getting smoked inside the house, mm-hmm. and her friends are out at the, no, and her friends are out at the store, and mm-hmm. they're on their way home, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh no, they're walking right into this. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they're walking right into, it. and then the one guy ends up getting getting smushed, but. That that was awesome, man. I felt like the the anxiety and whatnot, uh, and the I don't, maybe this is an element of um, of the horror genre, but um, the, like the story, the the narrative is progressing, mm-hmm. and then it just stops, and it's like and vapors in the in the shit, like mm-hmm. sharpening his shit, and mm-hmm. then it keeps going, and then oh, vapors in the shit, like putting mm-hmm. the head on the shelf. I like that. I enjoyed that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Where yes. Where does this go from now? This is finalized now. Is well, this was my cool. uh, this was my thesis presentation. So presenting it to people, you, you read know, the whole thing. I no 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 no. Oh. I didn't read the whole thing. They, uh, my professor found actors to do a live reading of it, and that's the how, whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. Holy shit! So that's what all the thesis readings are. That you get actors to to read every part. And somebody to read all the stage directions in front of an audience. Hmm. Oh, that's incredible! Oh, that's how, how big is the audience? Yeah. Uh, let's see. The the theater was inside a library, so um, the actual space wasn't huge. But I saw in the theater a lot of my classmates, um, my my family came, and also some strangers <laughs> were there too that I've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, is this like fellow students and and guys who also want to gain other experience well, from listening? Well, well some are our classmates. <laughs> yeah. Others are um, just complete strangers who who came because we also had to market our thesis reading to the okay. public. So, so a lot of non Point Park students were there. What uh, what does mom think about? Vapor chopping heads off in a, I had in a to, blood I, house. Well, I apologize because also in the uh, in the during the thesis presentation, we have to um, introduce our work. Just give a little two minute presentation. Sure. Every all the actors read the the script, and then at the end, I have to go up and do a a Q and A. Oh yeah, yeah, and that, and that's that. How how long is the reading of this? <sighs> well, our um, our cap was is two hours. So we had to have all of this done in two hours. Okay. So I was a, so the cast did a great job and they did it, I think in an hour, 38 minutes. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So how wow. you said your professor sourced some actors or actors. Or right. How, how does that work? Well, and, and how do you, do you get to interview them or flush them out first, or you get to see samples of their work or how they read it or? Well, for, for, for mine, every actor was an undergraduate theater major at that school. So that's where a lot of the, the actors came from. They're just that's a like great way to do it. Un- yeah. Undergrads. And as terms of, of interviewing them, that would only be if I was directing the stage reading, but somebody else did. Okay. Uh, another undergrad uh, theater major, you know, directed my piece. So, so he, he knows how all those actors worked and their style. So you everything. sit down and meet with him. 
Regularly, often, never. Sometimes. We did um, with the director. I did one Zoom call with him before we did the reading, and we do one three-hour rehearsal before we present it. So I could just watch them perform, hmm. and if they had any questions, they can ask me. Yeah. You know, like what is what if, X Y mean? What if you don't like the way they're portraying the character? That's not what you had in mind, or. How do you how do you address like well, hey I'm volunteer buddy <laughs> well in this case that's or, or like director you're fired this isn't what I was thinking well like something how, like that that's not my job as a writer to do that that's a completely the director's job to you know guide the actors to give a good performance but one Zoom call you can get. All of what you think, or it doesn't matter. It's not really what you think. You just give the script, and he kind of interprets it however he wants. Well, we, I, well, we would just talk back and forth. I, I would talk about the, what I'm trying to get across. We talk about the the tone of the story. Like, is it done for laughs? Is it serious? Like, how should it be presented? Hmm. So yeah, all those um, uh, pre-planning things before we actually start the rehearsal. How how was the rehearsal? Oh, it was great. Have you have you, have you been to? These things before, like, had you gone and seen someone else's before? No, no, this is the first time I've ever been to a live reading. So everything was everything was just fresh and new to new. me. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know what you don't know what it's like or what's gonna. What was it like when you watched the rehearsal? What were you thinking? Well, first, this is awesome or holy it, it's both. It's 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 mixed. It's both awesome that your work's going to be presented, but then you also feel slightly awkward, you know, because it's people reading things that you wrote out loud. Yeah. So you do, you still In front have, of your parents. In front of parents, <laughs> in front of classmates, friends, strangers. Yeah. So there is a bit of some awkwardness right there. Sure. But I, I think, I don't know, man, you, you got a good piece of work there and I think you should be more proud than that I than, uh, that I Shane. am that yeah. I am but uh, I mean you still feel you know a little nervous but the more you do it the more comfortable it becomes yeah, yeah. when when you see the rehearsal mm-hmm is there parts that you think you want to change still? I oh, I think or that like, I think that late. with everything I write, right. and well, <laughs> I I'm even going to um, I don't know if this year or whenever I'm already planning to do a big like rewrite on uh, on Bloodhouse. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. So I I'm just gonna read it again, make any changes. I I think it's necessary. Is that your baby? That's one of my babies. Yeah. I, I have many babies. Okay, I got right. a lot of kids. All right, all right. <laughs> <clears throat> Very cool, dude. So, so once that you you present that and say, and wh- where's it at now? Is that just in the portfolio now, and you whip it out later when? Right now, it's just in the portfolio. <laughs> and is there any plans for it? Well, yeah. There's the big there's the big rewrite for it, mm-hmm. and once I feel is it, it Bloodhouse or Bloodhouse? Well, this is Bloodhouse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one rewrite, and then. Uh, and then after the rewrite, it's got to figure out what to do next. Do I try to uh, direct it myself? Do I find a way to like raise money? Do I try to sell it to somebody? So it just depends on which direction I want to go with it. Do you have a, a preference of what happens with it? Well, if if I if I got to control my own destiny, do whatever I want, yeah. you know, I would direct it myself, and there'd be a money tree where I can just get all the dollars I need to like make this. <laughs> What do you think? <clears throat> we talked about um, Halloween one being yes. being completely made for what three hundred grand three hundred thousand three hundred yeah. grand. Uh, what would you estimate your movie to take? Well, I mean, it's I mean, cameras are a lot cheaper these days. I mean, this could maybe be uh, five or six hundred thousand. Ah, hmm. reasonable. Really? How much was the Blair Witch? Twenty. 
28 I think. $20? $20, when, I don't yeah. know. When you, when you <laughs> said direct it myself, I was like, is this like the Blair Witch? <laughs> Dude, but I mean, those, it could pop like that. Well, that that's there, hasn't, sorry to cut you off, hasn't there been some uh, low-budget horror movies shot on iPhones? Yeah, I can't remember. The names are totally escaping mm. me, but yeah, that's been done. And mm. I mean, shorts and feature length, there have been movies shot on iPhones. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, digital cameras are much cheaper these days. Sure. And uh, so it, in, in your mm-hmm. in your thoughts, are you are you thinking like like the big cinema or are you thinking like more homemade? I, I'm just happy to get I'm just happy to get it out. I mean, if it's in a theater, great. If it's straight to streaming, great. If it's on YouTube, great. As long as it's out there, that's all that matters. But yeah. I, for the first for the first one like that, like I think that would be cool to just do it yourself and go through that whole experience of whether it's twenty grand or two hundred grand, and you got to take a couple loans or something. I think it'd be pretty cool to do it yourself, and then you, you at least you have that mm-hmm. to to base everything else off of. That's that's the benchmark and. Now we know. Okay, I want to. I want to do a real, mm-hmm. a real production. Or this was kind of cool, and I, I learned a lot. I know how to fix them up and make them better. Yeah, I like to do the whole uh, like DIY thing first, yeah. just to have the full control, just to see like I can do this, yeah. and then see what happens afterwards. You yeah. know, it's just, the whole process is what the the adventure is. Do you think uh, a feature length one would be the one to start with for a do it yourself, or would you? Th- I mean, naturally, I think maybe, for this one, no, maybe no, a twenty no, no, or thirty-minute no, no, no. short this, or something would for this, be for this one. No, that this would be later. I mean, for the first thing, it's audio drama. Hmm. That would be the first DIY project to put out, and well, that's what's coming up. Well, let's yep. let's, let's, let's right roll there. in uh, <laughs> Splatter Day Morning Productions. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Splatter Day Morning Productions, that that gives me a feeling of like uh, like nineteen ninety four. Going to wake up and watch. Tales from the Crypt that I, uh, you know, that I taped from the night before because I was too young to stay up. Mm-hmm. Splatterday Morning Productions. Do uh, do give us a little, and that's the YouTube handle, by the that, way. That's the YouTube handle. Yeah. 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 So um, that's so the YouTube handle is just that Splatterday Morning Productions is home for horror, sci-fi, and any uh, genre-based content. So it, it's still early days, but that's what the uh, the focus on on it is. So you hope to encourage other people to post on there as well in the future in the future yes. cool. uh, i mean for, for now it's just the you know home to the audio drama but yeah. as time goes by i hope to include other people's projects on there fantastic can you give us a brief summary of what uh, what it's about sure uh, so the audio drama is about um a farmer in corpus christi texas who has a worm farm and he is going to be interviewed on a podcast because he claims that his worms can hear sound waves that will lead them to gold lead them to gold okay so um he's embarrassed that he's going to be on this show and while he's complaining to his wife there a meteor crashes outside his barn the meteor cracks and an orange substance orange goo comes out it infects his worms the worms mutate and become these parasitic monsters who possess human bodies, zombifying them, and making them crave human livers. Hmm. This sounds like Ninja Turtles meets uh, Scientology. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
does, does Soju aid in the process of coming up with these wild ideas or what? I don't know where this came from. I don't, well, well, in all honesty, um, I'm a big fan of um, 1950s B-movies. And I, I, I watched so many uh, horror sci-fi movies made in the 80s also. So this is kind of my like love letter to those type of movies. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but also, again, to go back earlier, what's something new I can add to it? Yeah. So making an audio drama, that's new. Or the main hero is a podcaster and his crew. You know, that's different. Nice. <laughs> Nate, you can be Vapor and the hero. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. <laughs> so, so give us maybe a timeline of how this this came about. Sure. Okay. So, uh, I took a class in the fall of 2022 at Point Park, where we had to develop what's called um, pitch decks and series bibles. These are just formal formal um, outlines to learn how to do different mediums outside of movie scripts and stage plays. Okay. So we learned how to do outlines for like graphic novels, animated series, video games. And the thing that stood out most to me was audio drama and narrative podcasts. I had no idea this was a thing Dude, at all. Theater of the mind. Fantastic. I had no idea yeah. this was a thing. I'm like, what? Because all because at that point, I only knew of podcasts as just like um, interviewing or talking about things like uh, you know sports programs, movie talk, or you know yeah, whatever, yeah. right? But like like radio drama type type stuff in the 2020s. No, because seriously, I, my my brain exploded. Mm. And then as we prepare our our stuff, we also have to read scripts and listen to things. So I listened to a few. And I'm like, oh wow, this is great. Mm. Uh, this is great. And uh, Professor mentioned that, um, hey, if you guys ever want to do um, a post-MFA pro project, best DIY one to do is a narrative podcast or audio drama because it's the cheapest. Yeah. Movies are so expensive to make. Even stage plays cost a lot to make, you know, but... Microphone's cheap, dude. Just You just need a microphone, you know, some, you know, editing software. Willing participants. And willing participants. That's right. That's right. So, so after, at the end of that semester, in the spring, it's we have an optional class of doing an independent study. Mm. So, I decided to take on some extra work, and I pitched an idea to my professor. I want to create an audio drama. Mm. So, the goal of... Just the spring semester of this year, 2023, was make first drafts of all six episodes. Mm -hmm. And that was from January until the end of April. Mm -hmm. So the first drafts were from were that period, took a bit of a break, yeah. spent the summer doing some rewrites. And I even workshopped the first two episodes in the Ulsan Writers Group just to get some yeah. feedback. But no, I just I gutted those scripts, and no true a true rewrite to listeners out there is more than just fixing your typos or correcting a sentence. <laughs> a true rewrite is you delete the entire word document and start from the beginning. That is Whoa. a rewrite. Oh my god! So that's that's what I did, and Do I you deleted or you just kind of put it on the side? No, no, I erased the whole thing. And started from scratch. Whoa, that's holy that's how shit. That, that's how I that's how I rewrite everything. <laughs> I've even did that to last semester a screenplay. I deleted the whole thing and I'm, started from scratch. I'm glutton for pain. 
Oh Jeez, yeah, but no, Louise. but trust me, huh. it, that is the best way to rewrite anything because that whole new that whole new version's way better. It's so different because I mean, you, I delete like entire characters, gutted whole scenes, and it's just what exists in your mind. You want to? Does that help boil down? the <laughs> boil it down to like the essence of the of yeah the story. it does it does and you can also um find things that you know in hindsight just didn't really work yeah. or you can find dialogue you think is clunky or ah this character doesn't work we just need to get rid of them so by deleting it all you just yeah start from scratch, start from scratch. Oh yeah God. yeah so that's that's what i did over the summer is like starting the whole thing from scratch and then in the fall that's when we got the ball rolling mm. Of actually, you know, getting starting this made. to record. How, mm. Just going back, how six episodes? How how long are these? I mean, I have no idea. An audio drama. What my my only reference points are Ryan Estrada mm-hmm. and the stuff that he's done. I think we. Did you know him before? No, we only, mentioned him only last virtually. Time, yeah, I think, and and he he's into a lot of this stuff, and mm-hmm. he does those the Busan super short film. And all those kind of things. You no, know, he's some, on the radio too, and I think he does some Shakespeare. He does some really oh, cool no stuff. Way, cool. Yeah. And when I when I heard that you have all local people performing this, mm-hmm. I, it immediately made me think of him and how he sources his guys locally and just people in the community. And and what a cool way to bring people together. But how long is is an episode of an audio drama? Um, they're much shorter than a TV show. Like let's say a sitcom, for example, script might be between twenty to thirty pages. Like, that's one episode of a sitcom. Um, a drama, like um, a 60-minute drama you might see on TV or Netflix would be maybe close to 60 pages. So with an audio drama, it can be anywhere from, let's say, 10 to 20 pages for like one episode. Okay. So my my scripts are for this program are all between like 10 to 13 pages. It's all dialogue. All, mostly all dialogue yeah. and sound effects. Okay. And that's where we bring in the uh, the magic man behind the curtain. That's right. The Wizard of Oz. That's the right. The Wizard of Niz. The Wizard of Niz. That's right. The Wizard of Niz. Nice. <laughs> that would singer. be a great handle for him right there. The, the Wizard, Wizard of Niz. Niz. So you oh. got to... You got to the fall. Mm-hmm. These are pretty set now you're you're happy with what the the yeah i i i'm happy with what what i have oh. um but also li- little secret even um even when you're recording these things you're still rewriting right because oh. e- even during recording i like erased entire entire dialogue wrote new things oh. for like people to read so i mean the rewriting never stops it sounds like cheney doing the producing of the songs yeah no, no, let's do it again. Let's change this. Let's do it again. Let's change this. Just always. A, so yeah, a, a lot of progress. a lot of that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and and how do you once you're ready? You said you flushed it out with the writers group. Mm-hmm. How how just maybe a sidetrack? How is that going? Is there a lot of people coming to that or? Uh, ev- I, I'm trying to lead into how did you get the characters? Uh, is that through the writing group or? You mean like how did I cast people? Yeah. Or? How did you cast? Oh them? no no for casting people it was a combination of just putting a, a post on Wilson online just to see if there I were any it. actors. Yeah. So that, I was that's wondering because I didn't see it. That's why I was asking. No, so I, I put a post on Wilson online. I even took um, suggestions from friends who were involved in making this podcast. Like oh contact uh, blah 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 yeah. and, and see if they'd be interested in this part. Mm-hmm. And then once I got all the the pieces set then i would 
do I would make attempts to do Zoom calls with people, and we would just talk about the script, uh, talk, ask it, talk if they have like you know any questions about things they don't understand or, or whatever. Yep. And also give a sample read, just so I, just so I can see how they sound reading it out loud because it's the whole. I know how it sounds in my head, but yeah. it's completely different when you read it out loud. Sure. That's uh, <clears throat> and all of the actors you that applied made it. They all made it, so I, yeah. I am super happy, super happy. A talented group, Ulsan. You know, we have a lot of talent in this. A lot this of talent. hidden gems. I, I was going to say the the pool is probably limited here. How do you? Are you prepared to let somebody know that maybe they don't fit? Surprisingly, surprisingly, not as limited as I thought. Because as soon as I posted that um, that ad on Wilson Online, I had the whole thing cast in like fifteen minutes. No oh, shit. Like I'm not joking. My phone blew up after I I posted. No it. I was way. shocked. Really? I thought it would take like a day or two. No, but it was like a day or two. I would think it would take a week or two or oh, longer. Christ. Well, Holy yeah, man. more than 24 hours at least. But no, 15 minutes. I had the whole thing pass. I was even mentioning to the crew. I'm like, well, that was fast. I got yeah. everything all taken care of. Oh my god. I had no idea there'd be so much interest. It, it blew my mind. That's yeah. incredible. Are these mostly guys who've been here a long time or? A little bit of everything. Uh, for the most part, yeah. The uh, Everyone involved is, a, a, I guess you could say, a vet of some sort. They've been in Ulsan for X number of years. Some people have acting experience already. Others, it's the first time doing something like this. So it, it's a nice range mm. of, uh, you know, uh, uh, people involved. And you're... You're directing everyone as well, right? That's right. I took up the directing duties. So this is my first time directing. And again, Film Courage, they have a lot of great uh, lectures on how to direct actors, like what to say, what not to say, you what to suck. avoid. <laughs> You'll never like, make it. <laughs> like, there was what there was one video I watched where actors share worst notes they've ever been given by directors. Yeah. He said one actor said, I'm not joking, a director actor told actually told me, be more handsome. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> Danny Kessler, oh, grow more hair. Like, yeah, grow. Uh, how? I'm like, what? Okay, okay. Oh, Don't tell funny. people to be more handsome or pretty. Okay, okay. got it. <laughs> oh lord, that's funny. The, uh, so you have a face for audio dramas. <laughs> <laughs> so, so back to the. It, this was just based on like uh, either people contacting you regarding the post you made or recommending their friends or something yeah it was a combination of the two things like people responding to the the ad and just recommendations from friends what's how many actors and what's the male to female ratio there are only um two female performers and i think eight or seven or eight males i think there's nine total cool that's quite Mm -hmm. a bit are you in it too Yes, yes. I won't say who. I'm uncredited. Uncredited. <laughs> so so you, have to, nice. you have to guess who, who, who I am. <laughs> the Ulsan, I think it used to be Ulsan Industrial Theater Troupe. Is that right? I'm, I'm, the, the, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I Ulsan think so. Industrial Theater Troupe. I, I think so, yeah. They did a couple performances way back when, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know who's still left, but Patrick was one of the mm-hmm. main guys, and he was, I think the last one I saw was Scrooge. Okay. Does that ring a bell? Like at a high school in like, Bungu or Buku somewhere, like the uh, cri- like Christmas Carol, Grinch, like, like that like one, Grinch, yeah, Christmas Carol, yes, Christmas Carol. okay, Christmas Carol. okay. Um, and he was the the main guy, and he was awesome. And I was like, wow, that's oh yeah, so he's great. an incredible actor. And and it was such a shame when that kind of disbanded because there was a lot of talented people. I was like, wow, these are like just 
you know, the guys we mm-hmm. hang out with. And man, when they do something they're passionate about, it was it was awesome. And mm-hmm. not just like somebody wanted to do the stage, you know, stage building or construction or right. sets or whatever. But everybody has, you know, these these talents. Just like we say when we go to City Hall there, mm-hmm. you know, these aren't just immigrant wives or married ladies. They all have abilities and skills and we have to let them everybody's got their own talent for whatever so that's so true (laughs) so what if you if you had sorry what what was the test again you had them do a read-through well just uh we had a little interview by zoom if i if i if i responded what what do you how does it go i well if you responded and uh i I would say (laughs) not a chance if if, all right this is a fiction this is a scenario everybody all right so if nate responded say to the ad i i would set up a a time where we can have a zoom chat and maybe this is good for future yeah projects and people who might might have been on the fence should oh, i sure. shouldn't I? I don't know how it goes just what? just uh you would just we would message on facebook we would set up a time for a zoom call uh i i would ask for your email so i can send you a copy of maybe one script mm. and the part i i think they would be right to play mm. and then we can do a little q a about like you know what you think of the script uh, do you have any questions about it any confusions yeah. and then do a bit of a, a read through and they can talk about um like how they how they see the character like their approach to mm. it because it's that, open for interpretation oh yeah because and that's also the sign of a, a good director or a good writer is that this is a collaborative art man you know, just, that it's word was just bouncing around because yeah. i mean if i just wanted to write by myself i would just write diaries all day <laughs> okay you know but uh, but i mean sometimes a lot of times an actor you have would have a much better idea than what you originally came up with. Mm. Most famous example is I'm sure you saw Goodfellas, right? Of course. Okay, you know that scene where Joe Pesci's like, "How am I funny?" You think yeah, 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 yeah. that was all improvised? He wrote that himself. Oh shit! That, that that's, he, he I mean, said, that's one of the he, memorable. He just said, uh, "Most like, often, Marty, I have an idea. Can I do it? Can I do it? Yes, I trust you." And that's what happened. Hmm. Funny what? Like a clown? Yes. Like I make that you was all Joe Pesci. Oh, fine. Huh. That's really good. And, and he said to all the other actors, he didn't warn them what Joe Pesci's going to say. He just said to Ray Liotta, you improvise with, with Joe. Mm. And the other guys just react. So yeah. they're genuine reactions. Because they had no idea what he was going to say. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. I wonder how much in, in regular screenplays, how much are, is improvised? Depends on the actor and the director. It, de- and how, it depends. How much you have yeah, to stick right. to the script. It de- again, like as he said, depends on the actor and, and the director. Some are so free, and they say, like, "Yeah, do do whatever. Just keep the theme or the tone. That, yeah. That's all." Mm-hmm. Others are quite rigid, like you know, don't even change punctuation. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sure. it, it, de- it all depends on who it is. Yeah, yeah. When, I don't know what your ad was when you put it out or whatever, but mm-hmm. I would contact you and, and ask, "What are the characters?" Well, yeah, you would. You said uh, you'd you'd recommend a character for him. You don't even know who I am. Well, I would. I can't remember what I said in the ad because that, that was a while ago. But um, I, I, we would talk, and based on our conversation, I could I get a personal feel of like who would be right for what. Because there were some actors I, I thought, oh, so-and-so would be perfect for, for this. Because they just somehow matched, you know, how I envision a certain character. Right. And you might be writing with certain people you know in mind, too, right? It, well, exactly. Because yeah. you always hear all the time guys who write scripts, they they write, they have a certain actor. And like, like, oh, I'm imagining, a, you know, an Arnold Schwarzenegger type yeah, okay. or, or a Nate type or whatever, you know? <laughs> so did you approach anyone or was it all just people responding to your... 
Yeah. It was all people responding. As I said, I post, I posted it. Yeah. Everything was cast in 15 minutes. Do you <laughs> record together with everyone? Does everyone record together or is it their nope. individual parts? All separate. Really? All separate. So they're not working off each other. They're just going in, they're, reading they're go, their They're lines. going in just uh, by themselves and they would just react from me reading another person's part. Okay, so you're there while yeah, they're I, I'm there because I have to direct also, and you okay. know, give a note, and we we have to do X number of takes for you know certain parts. Intonation, cool. <laughs> Where did you end up recording? We recorded in um, in Andy's academy. Ah, oh, he, he could set up his, his yeah, yeah, because he he had a he had a room, a, a classroom, and uh, equipment there. So that that's where all the uh, you know magic ah, happened. Huh. Interesting. He's uh he's quite the the audio. Uh, total <laughs> rock star total rock star he's the editor he's the sound guy and our musician because that's mm-hmm. a, another thing with uh, you know great Ulsan talent all the music is just original hmm. yeah man that he's yeah he's uh, he's slowly killing it behind the scenes that guy he never he came on here for, uh, to talk about the uh, the mad kiwi I don't think he mentioned playing guitar or anything once mm. and the guy's just absolutely uh, a rock star isn't he you said he did the uh, sound effects as well the sound effects the mm. editing and the uh, the music mm. so uh, for that you just set up a schedule and say guys go in this week and he's waiting for you well yeah I, I set up a once every, everybody was cast and you know we got our location I just looked at my calendar and I made an estimation about how long it would take to record everybody because mm. that was another thing too I I made a separate uh, group page on Facebook because I don't know everyone's work schedule so I was like alright everybody send me your hours of availability when mm. can you work when can't you work and that's where I would figure out a mm. schedule cool the uh, this is all just passion project for these people, right? I mean, there, there's no money involved. There's no, this is just straight. They love to participate. No, no. I offered compensation and and food and, and beverages. Yeah. Sweet. So this is a professional production. <laughs> Nate's, Nate's this getting is, this. soju and peanuts. This is no, the real deal. No, no, real deal. Real deal. Corn on my pizza. No, no, no. <laughs> because you Pizza's read well, cool. I'll give you a few extra kernels. There you ah, go. This is, ah, this is the real deal then. This is the real deal. Well, tell us more about it then. What's the budget? How, what? How do you know? How do you know what to give? How professional is it? How do you? Well, a lot of it had to do with uh, well for research um, in my independent study because my uh, my professor um, did an audio drama. I would ask him like, what's an appropriate budget? You know, how much for actors? The blah 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 blah. And so I, I learned from that. That's how then I can get an, a figure of uh, in Korea. It's one quarter of that. So okay, divided by four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, carry a one. Da, 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 da. Oh, cool, man! Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, hopes and wishes for the audio drama. I know it's going to go. Uh, it'll be out next week, I believe. Yeah, the uh, the we'll have an audio trailer drop sometime this week. Okay, and uh, the first episode, or maybe first two episodes, should be next week. Mm. Okay, who did the art? The art, the art. This image was uh, again Ulsan talent, Ben Slater. No shit. Oh, this is uh, yeah. What meant really cool. So yeah, really, th- really yeah. Cool. This yeah image you see yeah that's uh, Ben Slater. Hmm. What about the video mid journey? What about the video editing for? Uh... You mean like the the squiggly line? Yes, that's yes, right. yes, yes, yes. That, That's all Andy. Oh, wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful. And music also all Andy. <laughs> really nice mm-hmm. man. What do you, 
I mean, obviously, you hope it, it blows up on YouTube. Or, or, or a podcast hosting site. I mean, I, I'm happy if people are going to listen to it. The main thing is just to get it out there. Are you doing YouTube regular uh, YouTube or do you do YouTube podcast? I'm just doing – well, right now, I just have regular YouTube just for the trailers. Yeah. And then I'm going to put the uh, episodes on a podcast hosting site mm. and, you know, spread you okay. know, from there. Hmm. Cool. Uh, what do, do you have any idea what you're going to do for, um, like, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll have uh, the YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Is it just going to be your, your Invaders logo with audio? It, it might be that or something else. Uh, I, I have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. But okay. but yeah, there, there's not, not going to be any, uh, you know, images of the actors recording or anything. Oh, but yeah. there'll be some sort of image. <laughs> you, said, you said they're all recording separately. Did you guys do... Even one rehearsal, like all together, or no? It's all completely. Uh, it, it depends on the person. Like some actors ne- needed, like a, you know, a read through before we we started, uh, and some others were like, "Nope, ready to go." Really? But yeah. I mean, did you practice once all together or no? All t- all together? No. No. Wow, that's odd. that's incredible, man. Compared to 20, 30 years ago, what like how mm-hmm. much you can do now, and how <laughs> how you can just piece it all together? Can you tell us a little bit about the the local talent? Sure. Um, well, we already talked about you know Andy right there. Um, I will say our our lead actor is our very own Patrick Robbins, and he gives an incredible performance as Travis, oh, our podcaster. Nice, nice, nice. The uh, the owner of the hottest bar in town now yeah. going to be on the hottest uh, audio drama as well. That's Fantastic. right. You got a total rock star right here. Total rock star. <laughs> and awesome. are there any any other? Uh, JJ's patrons in this or is it kind of uh, like do you have any engineers wives or no engineers wives or no, just no, like random a, a, everybody there's uh, an English teacher everybody. <laughs> okay, okay. Cool. so a cast of English teachers cool and how many how many maybe nationalities represented is it uh, let's see because I mean there's uh, I mean obviously there's American there's uh, South African um, English and hold on, Wizard of Niz. I'm trying to try to think what other nationality. I think that I think I think it was just yeah, American, <laughs> English, South African for the cast. Cool. That's what I was curious when you said the yeah. phone blew up when you put the mm-hmm. call out. I was wondering if that's a whole bunch of people, or because I think also you know foreign laborers, international students, like these guys also have all these talents, mm-hmm. but they don't have any platform or any way to mm-hmm. get involved to express whatever. So it doesn't surprise me that it's mostly mm-hmm. or, or all teachers. But I mean, I think every community can probably has this group of oh, of course, of artists and, and creators, right? And it's mm-hmm. absolutely. It's, it would I, I would love to see that one like that Patrick was in before the industrial theater troupe come back and do stuff because it really brought a lot of different people together. Mm-hmm. And like you say, he's here to study. You're here to teach. You're here for you know your husband's working in Hyundai. But everybody's got all these different talents. So, Patrick, anybody else we know? Uh, let's see. There's Patrick. There's uh, Sam Pett mm-hmm. is in there. Um, there's uh, Will. What's his last name? Soren, I think. He's, he's a... Old he's Eunice a, he's guy? A, huh? Old Eunice guy? Tall British? Uh, no, tall guy. Not British. Not really tall American, American guy. Young, young guy. Okay, he, okay. He's a, he plays our, uh, our uh, Gen Z tech assistant. And he, he gave a great <laughs> comedic performance. Great comedic performance. <laughs> um, 
did you encounter any big surprises or hurdles that you had to overcome that your school or your teacher specifically didn't warn you about? And how did you uh, how did you deal with it? You mean for like preparing the whole uh, audio drama? Yeah, that any any unforeseen? Uh, no, just no. Uh, pretty smooth. Yeah, it was mostly smooth. I mean, the I mean the only hurdle I could think of is that is just you know estimating time but i mean i i planned i think uh five weeks of recording okay. and it just went a week over i mean that was really it that's you know it's not bad at all it's, it, it, no it was pretty smooth i mean uh you know great cast great crew you know no no drama except the story you nice know? so happy days it was overall an overwhelmingly pleasant experience awesome it's done and dusted now you're ready so all recording of actors done okay. that's all done and post-production is uh, for the most part done also okay. so we are we are like this close well you, no one can see me but, but visualize my fingers <laughs> but visualize my fingers almost touching yeah. we are this close to the finish line uh, bringing it out to the world uh, what, what what in terms of the this is your first professional production yes what would you change or do differently next time you must have learned a lot of things along the way um, obviously not a full length mm-hmm. uh, movie, but a, a short, smaller project that's manageable. What did you learn from this project that maybe you can use carrying forward, and what things would you do differently? Uh, let's see. I would uh, make make some adjustments of like what kind of sound effects to use because I found we found that some sounds were not easy to replicate. You know, I mean, things like car doors slamming, honking, footsteps, that's fine. But maybe like sound of guy like banging his fist on a steering wheel was like, it's it's hard to find on the Internet. Sure. You'd have to like go out and actually record somebody just, you know, (laughs) give it a steering wheel a beating. (laughs) What I've... I've, I can do that for you if I get my name in the credits. There you go. Five bucks. Steering wheel Peter. (laughs) Steering wheel Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Acting debut. (laughs) Take him as as Chris Brown. Um, The... uh, Five bucks. (laughs) (laughs) What what I found doing the the editing the the story narrations is that a lot of times you can find, you know, for a steering wheel beating... Mm -hmm. If someone knows, like, uh, how do you say? I, I use sound effects with other names. So, right. like, you, you might be able to use, like, a footstep mm. in, instead of that. Okay. I've, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, an alternative for that sort of thing. Yeah, like, oh, I can't remember if there's... We found a lot for other things. Because some, some, some things were easy to find yeah. alternatives for. Others were like, I think I have to. we have to delete this one. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll get the point. You know. That sounds like a footstep, not beating the steering wheel. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of that coming up. Is that yeah. guy beating the steering wheel or walking down the street? So what to... Uh, <laughs> so the uh, he's beating something. <laughs> Use uh, your imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's beating the steering wheel. <laughs> what? A, so sound effects. What else did you? I mean, I mean, in terms of organization and, and planning and timelines and and how much you're paying and all that stuff would be also a success as the recording and everything was or would you change all all that stuff was fine just you know the making a schedule you know the you know compensation stuff like that's fine i mean as i said the only things i would really change would be like some sound stuff or i would make some projects with uh fewer characters for example like instead of seven uh nine nine characters total i might 
do four next time. Yep. Yeah. So like, you just reduce the cast it size. Simplify it. Yeah. 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 I mean, that that's what that's, that is something I would change. Talk, I think too. Talking about um, the new technology and whatnot. There's like uh, I've seen the road. Oh, like our mics here. Mm-hmm. Same company. They. They have stuff that you can just plug into your phone, and you right. can go beat your steering wheel all day and get a <laughs> and get a quality get a quality sound out of it. I don't need to go to work. I am working. Yeah. <laughs> it's just in your neighbor's car, just smashing. Yeah. Um, did you have lots of notes for Andy after? Uh, or did, uh, I, I don't make it sound like you're harping on him or anything, but did you did you have lots of? Uh, control after we're like ah take that out put that in was there lots of changes you felt you had to make oh, well it was a collaborative process so we, 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 we okay. would talk about together like okay, you know okay. what works what what we should add or you know or as i, I said, said earlier recording i might change a line of dialogue that day like okay. ah that sentence doesn't work let me uh, rewrite it and change it to this one <laughs> sure so how, how long is each episode um between 10 to 13 minutes long and how long would you guys spend on the post recording? Well, editing, well, well the post the post recording, together? you're going to have to ask um, Andy that. Yeah. You know how, how long he spent, but the actual recording would be like if we get one actor to read, let's say <clears throat> episode one, our recording session might be like let's see, let's say it's a twelve page script. We have one actor in that whole recording session might last like three hours or more than three hours. Oh. Wow. For nine guys, six episodes. Well, it's a lot of time. Well, that took about a uh, total of like six weeks to get everybody recorded. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, so once that's finished, but you must have had an idea, like like Brian was saying, take this out, put this in. How much time did you guys spend weeks doing that? Well, yeah. Six weeks total. Huh? Yeah, six weeks total just of actual recording, like, like uh, mic rolling action. Like the actual production was like six weeks. Mm-hmm. But Andy stitching it all together and... Yeah, because that, that's something I, I didn't know was like how long post-production, yeah. you know, does. Because that, that's not my area of expertise right. editing. So that's, again, something new for me and something I should learn more about is uh, learn more editing or like mm. how to do it and you know, like how much work's involved. Are characters sitting down or standing up when they're They're talking? standing up. Yeah. So so we have he has a mic placed placed up and everyone's like standing behind a line. And just and reading a script that's on a stand, okay, you know, in at front, eye level, at eye level, and then they just you know do their thing while standing. Hmm. Ah. Do you do any? Did you shoot any like production video that you'll have in the trailer, or like behind the scenes stuff, or is it? No, no, we didn't. We didn't do no. any of that. I, I was too like hyper focused on like you know <laughs> you know you know watching everybody's you know performance. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic, dude! I'm I love it. I absolutely. Oh, love me it. too. It's absolute blast to make. <laughs> absolute blast. And when you like leave the recording, you you have such a a rush and feeling of accomplishment. You know. Yeah. I. Yeah. Like man. wow, we did something. You know, that's just great. It <laughs> came from my brain. And, 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 <laughs> this came out of my brain. Yeah. Really? I, I Holy crap! That, yeah, you highlight all the locals, and, and I mean. I think in any community you can find a group of people to do these kind of things. You just got to get out there and find. Not, them. not at this caliber. But uh, yeah, this is a special place. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You also but I also a love that, place. that you know the people have the passion to to put themselves out there. I mean, not everybody's used to doing this, or you know, for some people it's probably first time. Well, that's right. There were some that were like that. Like I've never done audio drama before because we had a range of people who've never acted before to like. Oh, I've done stage productions before. Right. So yeah, just a wide array of uh, you know backgrounds. How do you mentor or coach those guys that have no experience? 
Well, just be yourself. Harsh or? criticisms. <laughs> it's like, toss them out the window. You're no, fired. <laughs> no, just uh, well, what a good director would do would be um, they wouldn't say something like you know be more angry yeah. or something. They would say something like, um, "Hey, did your boyfriend do something that pissed you off recently? How did you feel?" Okay, uh, like. Pretend he's doing that right now, yeah. or or if something um, smells like, Tony. like or somebody Tony, you son of a bitch, or, or for example, you're, a character goes in the room and they have to react to a bad smell, but they didn't know how to react. Just give them a note of what what's something that makes you puke this yeah. type of food, and I would just say pretend that food is splattered all over the walls and getting oh. down your shirt and everything, and that you get Ugh! you know the yeah. perfect response from that. Okay, okay. So just give them like make believe like scenarios, scenarios huh. and that's what a lot of those um, like film courage videos would say. Like that's that's a sign of good directing, and then because mm. it gives the actors a chance to use their imagination, and it just comes out more organically. Nice. Then like cool. then like be more anger, sound happier, be more handsome. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> be more handsome. How was the overall experience of directing for the first time? Oh, that's also where part of the rush um, you know came in, and that's something I'm <laughs> going to do the next time I do an audio drama. I'm going to direct again, yeah. and hopefully they'll slowly evolve to doing maybe a short stage piece, a short film, and then to finally something uh, feature length or yeah. you know, full length. Nice. Bong Juno, if you're listening. Huh? That's right. Please give me a call or an email. Something. Something. Huh? We'll tag him in this. There you go. <laughs> nice. And coming up, uh, coming up next year, mm-hmm. you said you're gonna rewrite the you're gonna do a rewrite for your that, thing. That, that's what I hope. Hold on a second. Does that mean delete and start again? Or or that's what it means. Yes. Delete oh, start shit. again. That's a rewrite right there. Delete start again. But I actually, before I do that, maybe it won't be this year. I have some other uh, projects a, I want to do. I can see that year. just getting pushed down the line till like you're 80. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm going to delete these 98 pages. Hold on a sec. You're going to be messaging me in five days like, Brad, do you want to send me that uh, yeah. send me that link that I sent you I there? forgot what happened at page five. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's my protagonist? I totally blanked. Yeah. But no, I have like some, some other projects. I want to work on like beforehand before I sure. you know do a rewrite in this. What sure. are they? Well, I um, I have two pro- two projects I want to focus on for 2024. One of them is a full length stage play because I've never done that before. That's mm. a big writing challenge, and the other one is an entirely new feature length screenplay. Nice. So those are my two big writing goals for uh, 2024. Full length stage play. Any idea what? Yes. Are you permanently in the horror genre, or are you well, open to... This is going to be a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what one of my instructors said. She said, Zach, I want to see you write a rom-com one yeah. day. And I was like, yes, of course. <laughs> but no, that's more my wheelhouse. I mean, I will dip my toes in other genres like you know science fiction, for example, or uh, thrillers, or like action-based stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but... Actually, in Point Park, my fir- my first one of my first writing classes, I actually wrote a ten minute stage play that was a, a relationship drama. You know, no way. between a hus- it was a two character play between a husband and a wife. <laughs> Does he slash her up after? No, 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 no. no. Uh, but somebody's coming over to slash him up. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> Gambling dips, you know. <laughs> Full length stage play. So that's what hour something. Full length stage play. <sighs> Would be about I think eighty to ninety pages, so that that range. How long that translates to the yeah. stage all depends on you know the actors and the director. And so so the goal is to write that to write that a first draft. Yes, write a first draft. 
And the other one was what? Uh, a full-length screen, full screenplay, yes. Wow. Like? Kind of like this. The yeah. other one. Blood Apartment. Blood Apartment. Blood Farm. Blood Farm. So, uh, <laughs> is that what it is? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there won't probably be anything coming out, but you'll be working behind the scenes? Right. It'll be it'll be mostly behind the scenes stuff, just like developing stuff. And it could be next year. But I also have an idea for a new audio drama also, um, this time like an anthology type series. Awesome. like. Tales from the Crypt yeah. or Twilight Zone. Ooh. Anthology one-offs? Yeah, just all one-offs. Yeah. That's right. Fantastic. Dude, that's awesome. When you have the... It, I mean, you, you finish this, it comes out, mm-hmm. and the the actors are, are saying, come on, let's go, let's do the next one. Let's go, buddy. Mm-hmm. Does that does that bring it up the, on the list of priorities? Or is it, hey, guys, this was just, you know, I just had fun doing this, but I got some other stuff to take care of or wow these guys are really really into it let's yeah let's crush so i'll have to wait and see what happens once all the episodes drop you know my mind could change i could be like all right this will be first in line then i'll do the stage play idea afterwards and you can't rush creativity either right oh that's right that's right uh, my my brain can only go so fast (laughs) nothing will destroy a story like putting a a hard deadline on yeah this is where uh, i gotta write this is where bali bali is not a good idea sure Take your time. Do you think the the oyster shucking lemon butter is going to make it in the next story? It should. It should make a cameo at the very least. (laughs) (laughs) Lemon shucker slasher. Stay tuned. (laughs) Listen, man. A mind virus infects the people in the restaurant. Everyone has a knife already. And it just... Yeah. You know, did you watch the uh, Netflix TV show Santa Clarita Diet? No, no, no. Have, have you heard of it at least? No. Okay, okay. I think it finished back in 2019. Okay. So, uh, so th- this was a great twist on the uh, zombie genre. Okay. All right. Here was the fr- the fresh spin they had. People got the z- became zombies because they ate bad seafood. The food poisoning activated something in their cells and made them crave uh, human flesh. <laughs> I like it, man. I'm like, okay, that's different. I haven't seen something like that. Damn, I'm reinventing the wheel here. <laughs> there you we go. need to. <laughs> Again, that's the main thing for all writers out there. What's something fresh you can add to something that's already established? Uh, lemon garlic butter. Bingo. There it is. There you go. That'll no. be that'll be the serum to, to bring you back. That's right. <laughs> Give for... me 300 cc's of lemon garlic butter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, pop it. Put it in my veins. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, we take homage from The Rock. Right in your heart. You've seen The Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. For this, my heart. For this Invaders <laughs> uh-huh. uh, audio drama, is, can you submit it to, uh, like, I, I just, again, think of Ryan Estrada, and he's always involved with the Busan Film Festival in one way or another, and mm-hmm. shorts and super shorts and whatever. Mm-hmm. Is there any Short local shorts. platforms um, or contests or stuff in Korea that, that you could... Submitted to? I, I I would have to look, <clears throat> I would have to look into it because I don't know about the uh, audio drama things. I know they have submission opportunities for if you write short stories, mm-hmm. but I don't know about you know audio drama. That's something I have to uh, do a Google search on. <laughs> because I want to say Estrada did some stuff with BFM or something. Didn't he do a couple like uh, That's what I was readings saying, or, earlier? Yeah, he used to do some. Uh, I think it was Shakespeare or something, but Shakespeare that's the radio station, the Busan radio station. Oh, okay. Hmm. But that's, that's a, you know, we like to bring the Busan guys over here, but I've, I've inquired about sending a few, uh, non Busan people to the, to the interviews and the stations there and stuff. And I think spread out the love a little bit. And uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Just 
you know, put it on there. That's another You're the idea. Genghis Khan of modern Korea. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Spreading everything here and there. There you go. Steering wheel beater and Genghis Khan. Yeah. What dude. range? What range? <laughs> Anyways. Dude, uh, anything else you want to uh, add? Um, let's see. So, yeah, that's coming out soon. Uh, January, The Invaders, all six episodes. Uh, at once? Are you going to make me wait? Oh, no, 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 no. Not, not all at once. Weeks between? Like, it, it, week at a time. You son of a gun. Week at a time. We're, we're doing, I, we're, we're I doing, want it now. I want it all now. My life is Netflix. I want yeah. it now. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, Splatterday Morning Productions on YouTube. Instagram, ZMFA Writer. ZMFA writer, yes. ZMFA. What did I say? Z? Z. Is that, is that Canadian? I, I thought that was English. Like British. Yeah, Z. that's kind of Canadian too. Or is it Canadian too? Uh, okay. That's what they say in Nevada, isn't it? No, Z. Nevada. <laughs> no. No. I say World War Z, but I wouldn't say. World War Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't I say said World ZMFA writer. Damn it. I'm on the fence. I live on the border. Oh, there we go. Well, you are, you are from Niagara Falls. Makes sense. You got one toll in America, one toll in Canada. Yeah, that's it. That's What's life. a gutter? Huh? What's, a, what's a gutter? A gutter? Yeah, like uh, around your house. What would what would you call a gutter? Uh, you mean you mean like where uh, rain and like leaves go in? Like a rain gutter? Is that what you mean? Yeah, east trough. East trough. Yeah, we call it an we east call trough. It a gutter too. Yeah, rain gutter. You call it a yeah. gutter too? Ah, we call it an east trough. Gutter is like in the road. E- That's east, it. East trough. Yeah, yeah, both of those. You call it an east trough ever? No, no gutter. Damn. What's in the road? Also a gutter. Like between the curb and the oh yeah oh well, yeah because you have uh, like the, the the gutter and your the, the roof that collects like yeah, rainwater yeah. and leaves and then you have the gutters on the ground. Ah, it's a difference between us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, different. Uh, so so similar yet so different. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good times. Anyways, uh, that is uh, that is it. Nate, anything else? No. Fantastic! Good. Happy Thanks New Year, lot, man. Happy New Year, everybody. Twenty twenty four going to be an awesome uh, going to be an awesome one for everyone. Blue oh. Dragon. Hope 2024 is an awesome year for everybody. Yes. No stress. No stress. Positivity all around. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye.